Hi guys and welcome back to my channel. This is Psychic Medium Raymond Guzman and today it is voila. It is the Tea with Spirit podcast. Yes ma'am, yes sir. It has returned with a vengeance and it's not going to be just focused on love. I'm going to be talking about a lot of things just like regular people would do, I guess, a regular podcast. So we're going to be talking about all things spiritual, things about my life, things that I've encountered, um, maybe that I can help other people out there. And we're just going to kiki and sit back. So if you haven't got your tea, get your tea, get your crackers, and I'm just going to go at it. Some of it may be gossip. Some of it may be just me chatting, but it's all spiritually related in some way fashion or maybe you can relate as a human being out there um but we are in the season of christmas right uh the holiday season very appropriate for the picture that i have here on on screen which is the grinch now let me tell you there are so many grinches out there right now um so I went up to the woodlands um, for a work assignment that I needed to, you know, go and get some supplies and some things of that nature. Um, and, you know, whenever for me, it's always work because um, when I go places as a medium and a, um, a psychic uh, or clairvoyant, whatever you want to call me, <laughs> um, it's it, you know, my, our work goes with us wherever I'm at. Spirit is always around. And so it's like I can't shut it off. When I'm shopping, when I'm around people, I pick up information. Um, and as an empath, it can be a little overwhelming. So I tend to go during a weekday when, you know, most people would be at work and um, are not really around. And so yesterday I decided to take a trip to the woodlands. And um, this is if you're not familiar, if you're not from Texas. This is like the bougie. I call it the bougie part of Texas. Um, there are a lot of it's it's there's a lot of woods out there. Trust me. But no, it's not really. But there's a lot of beautiful homes. A lot of rich people have actually settled there um, and decided to move to the woodlands so that that way they wouldn't live right in the mi in the middle of Houston area. Um, but they can't commute either or. But it is um, quite a distance. It's like north of Houston when you get into this area. Very, very beautiful. Um, if you've never been to the Woodlands, you wouldn't understand. But you can always Google it. The Woodlands, Texas. I believe this is where um, one of the famous um, YouTubers and one of the most richest women in the world, um, who I actually follow as well, Teresa Romer, actually lives. I believe she lives in the Woodlands area. But anyways, um, the mansions, the homes, there's a lot of lakefront properties. So I went to Nordstrom, and you know, you know, Nordstrom, you can. Um, you can only, you can find a lot of good things, right? Um, <laughs> so talk about weight. Like I'm on a weight loss journey. I know a lot of you are on a weight loss journey or you are trying to get fit, right? So I go into this, um, you know, into Nordstrom's and of course I can afford some of the stuff, you know, God has blessed me and I'm very grateful, um, you know, and I always tend to go for things that are on sale or things that are cheap, but I went to this section. I'm not going to say who the designer was, um, but it wasn't like a well-known designer. But anyways, I went and found this fabric. Uh, apparently if you're a man, they are making a lot of shirts that are stretchable. They're more stretchable, right? And so you can actually, um, it's, I don't know what they call it. It's like a stretch fit whatever anyways I go towards that fabric because it gives you a lot more room in the tummy area right and I'm in a weight loss journey so I was like thinking you know maybe I can fit into this size and I'm not going to say the size on here but anyways um they had my size apparently in some designers and then um I went to the um dressing room you know feeling you know confident and feeling good and feeling fabulous and this thing, this shirt, the fabric itself, the way that it was designed, the, the slits where the actual buttons go, 
I don't know what it was, but it the buttons just kept popping out. Like they kept popping out, and I kind of felt like, um, you know, um, what is that <laughs> that one with uh, Eddie Murphy? That movie, um, I is it um, Mr. Doolittle or or I can't remember the one with his name was was his oh my god what was his name? I'm trying to think of his name, and it's impromptu, but you know which one I'm talking about. Is it Doctor Doolittle or I can't remember what is it? But anyways, his name was Herman, I think, or whatever with Janet Jackson. You know that I kind of felt like when he's getting, you know, he was super thin, and then he starts gaining weight, and the buttons just started popping. Oh my God! The, like that is how I felt, and I was like, this designers, they, you know, are very, dis dis you know, they. Um, this is the thing. If you are a bigger person, right? They expect people to, uh, you know, big people to shop in the big and tall section. But if you are like in between or you're losing weight, such as moi, it is very difficult to find something in between. And I feel like this is like the biggest um, thing that, you know, I used to watch shows like um, Stacey and Clinton, you know, what not to wear and all these other things. And I kind of understand the frustration that a lot of people that are going through makeovers or body transformations go through when you go to shop in a store and you are, let's say, like a two. 2x right and you fit in that shirt but then um you know another designer you know 2x is not the same um no two designers are the same and no two fabrics are the same so if you're not trying it on and you think that oh i you know this thing stretches i'm gonna fit in it somehow with butter or something honey i'm here to tell you that that's not the case but anyways so I go and try it on it and in the buttons just it would not close. So it for me it felt kind of embarrassing. I had a moment. But I was like, you have to remind I had to remind myself and say it's not your fault. You are still beautiful. Um it it's not you. Um so I, I had to put the, the shirt back and the sales clerk was like, Did it fit? I was like, Yeah, it fit, but the buttons kept popping out. He was like, Yeah, I this shirt is just totally weird. Uh, again, totally weird. Like, you know, when you have those um, where the buttons go on a button-down shirt, you know, the holes usually have like, I don't know what you call it, like a, the ends are kind of sewn. But these ends were not sewn. It was like somebody took a knife and just slit through. And it was like on, on that on all those shirts. But anyways, I, I went in there and then I was like, I went to Ted Baker. That's one of the designers that I am going to mention on here. Um, and I love Ted Baker's clothing. It's very chic, very professional, whatnot. Um, and believe you me or believe it or not, you know, they have, um, sizes by numbers. So like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and I found a seven and, um, I'm not ashamed to say the size that I got into, but it was actually very big, but it felt really good. And, um, it wasn't too snug. It wasn't too tight. And so I ended up getting a Ted Baker shirt, right? Great designer for a man, right? And then I, um, I went on to kind of look at the jewelry and stuff like that. You know, just, I was just perusing kind of like window shopping in there. And it's, it's so interesting. And then this, um, the sales clerk, she's very sweet. Um, and we started talking and, um, I knew that she was kind of like, um, she had like a Slovenian or kind of like a European ancestry. It was a European ancestry. I said, um, you're from Europe, right? And it wasn't her it wasn't her accent. It was her eyes. She had very beautiful eyes, but I knew she was like not from America. Um, part of her was her accent, but part more, mostly it was like um, her eyes. And you would you would think by her accent that she was like from Russia or whatever, but she wasn't. She's actually Albanian. And we started having a conversation about love and, and all that stuff that, you know, that goes on in people's lives and whatnot. And I kind of uh, gave her like an impromptu reading about 
her life and what was coming up. It was very, very interesting. She was very open. And the thing is, like, whenever I read people in person, it's so different, you know, than when I'm going around and just, um, you know, trying not to read people. Um, sometimes I'll get anxiety if I'm not. But I wish I had cameras around me to watch me as I as I do this. Some of these stores don't actually allow that. They don't allow certain filming. But um, it was very, very interesting. We had that conversation. And the one thing that I like about Nordstrom and the employees there is that they're not Grinches. They're not like this, right? They're so um, down to earth, very happy. Again, that was my experience at Nordstrom's um, there in the Woodlands. Now, I, I, you know, I know that a lot of people may have had different experiences in different other stores. Um, and I know for them, it's like a lot about commission and whatnot. But overall, like, you know, it was very enjoyable to shop in there. The experience was um, very pleasant. And the ambiance is very, uh, it's very clean. It's um, very organized and very easy. It kind of flows. It's very cohesive. Um, when you start looking at fashions and, and whatnot, but, um, I don't want to get into all of that, but anyways, I ended up migrating through that mall and going up to Macy's. Okay. Whole different story here. Whole different story. The energy was like, girl, I needed to Palo Santo. I needed to sage myself because there was so much oppressive energy in Macy's and not that I have anything against Macy's love Macy's, but this Macy's had so many people. Um, it was just, you felt, um, if you're an empath, you could feel very overwhelmed by the presence there. And I found some good pieces there. There was this one jacket that I'm going to be using for an upcoming photo shoot, right? That I have, um, in next year in 2021. Um, I'm not going to say the designer, but anyways, it was hanging on one of these like racks and, um, it was like, a section of Macy's that I've never seen before because again the Macy's that I've gone to um, are usually like in San Antonio or in in the, the like close to the Galleria in that area um, I've never been to this this Macy's in, in the woodlands right well um, you know I'm looking there and this this um, coat has like a, a receipt attached to it um, and the label and I was like is this being held for somebody because it kind of reminded me like when you know something has already been purchased and they have it hanging there but I was like no this doesn't make any sense it says sells you know common sense but you know um, it doesn't you know you have to be sure so I see this guy he's very tall he's an employee of the store and he just you know um, is, is walking towards me and I'm like sir do you work here he's like yes I was like um can you please tell me if if this is for sale he was like I'm on break I cannot answer you those questions and then I I kid you not he was a total diva he had that snooty attitude and um he just like lifted up his nose up in the air and walked away and I was speechless now mind you I did not look like a ragamuffin I did not look like a homeless person not that anybody you know that looks homeless is it not that there's anything wrong with that, but I went up there, you know, in my, um, Gucci frames, <laughs> um, and I had a metallic shirt on. It was really nice. It was from guests, you know, um, not to ta uh, taunt, uh, you know, and I know a lot of you are probably cracking up, you know, just laughing at this. You can picture my face and I was like, okay, don't make me get ghetto on you in this store in Macy's. I was like 10 seconds away from having what people would call, um, you know, the bitch fit. <laughs> um, and I was like, I cannot believe that he could not answer a simple question. I was just like, sir, can I ask a simple question? Can I ask you a question? And he was like, I don't have time. I, I'm on break. I'm sorry. I, I cannot answer you any question and just walked off. 
I did not catch his name, luckily, because I would have reported him to the store manager. I would have been a Karen, as some people say, and I would have actually reported him. But um, the the women that were there, they were the janitors, the the staff that clean cleans, right? They were there, and I was like, and they spoke Spanish, and um, I I speak Spanish, and so I was real kind kind to them. Um, and I asked them, I said, are these for sale? Look at this. The people that are not actually working in these departments that actually just clean are more nicer and they have so much more um, compassion and customer service skills than the actual um, people that actually work in the store as employees. Like I was like, I was flabbergasted. Even they were like, oh my God, are you serious? I was like, yes, I'm serious. He just walked off. She was like, he must work in the shoe department or whatever. I don't know. He was really tall, white guy. Not that it matters, you know, and um, well put together. I would say he was late 20s, maybe mid to late 20s. But anyways, um, this is the spirit of a Grinch. And, you know, the thing that I took away from him, because, again, like I said, when I'm around people, I pick up on energy, you know, visions, things of that nature. Can't control. It just comes all at once. And I was like, this guy. Um, is about to leave this place he's either gotten ridden up before or he's about to leave this place he's disgruntled employee and he doesn't give a shit basically if he gets fired on the spot he really actually wants that because I feel like he was already looking for another job and maybe was not willing wanting to tell them but I feel like he's already got something lined up um, anyways you know he's not worried because when you treat people like garbage either two things you know and uh, there's different mini scenarios he could have been having a bad day right but I didn't pick up that uh, on that intuitively I felt like he had this no care nonchalant you know I'm not going to help you I'm Mr. Diva whatever and um I'm like, we're in the middle of the holidays. Like, we are Christmas. Like, where is the joy, right? And I feel like this is the thing with the pandemic. And, and again, this is where I'm kind of tying the, all of this together with the pandemic and everything that's been going on in the world. It's crazy. I feel like a lot of places, the employees are not the same because there's so much rules that they have to follow. They have to disinfect. They have to have um, the cashiers at Macy's had like a plastic uh glass wall in front of the cashier you know in a little area where you stick your hand under to give them the change and whatnot or you know to pay it's just it's absolutely insane the world that we're living in right now it is it doesn't seem real and I understand how a lot of these employees can be very you know disgruntled it's the holidays whatnot but I'm like don't take it out on your clients your customers they're the ones that pay your paycheck at the end of the day you know sales that come through that department or through the store actually is what helps Macy's you know or a corporation and so overall like I could have filed a complaint you know online or whatnot but I'm not going to do that like I, I'm not that person anymore so I just kind of let it off and I was like you know what this would make a good talking piece for anybody that is listening for any of my rays of light that work retail right now I can just imagine what you're going through and I imagine that there are definitely diff difficult people you know that are divas like this guy but they're actually customers going in and just trashing the place and you have to go and you know organize the the department and whatnot and I've actually worked retail I used to work in Hobby Lobby a lot of people don't know that um when I was very young straight out of high school um one of my jobs was actually working at Hobby Lobby um and that was kind of like with the dinosaur cash registers don't even get me started and being the, the cashier being the stalker being the cleaner you know the the store maintenance and also being the returns department because back then let me tell you you had to punch everything in if it was like two four five dollars you had to punch the two the at sign the five 
Oh my God, it was like the antique registers. And not only that, but if you had, a lot of people don't realize this, and I know I'm going off topic, topic but I'm kind of enjoying this podcast. Um, anyways, when you worked, at, when I worked in Hobby Lobby um, back then, they didn't have a returns department. And I don't think they still have one either. But you have a lot of these women, right? And they, um, they go and buy all of this wedding stuff or birthdays or bridal shower stuff. And one of the things that I find so tacky, and this is just me, and I'm not trying to come for anybody, but if you feel triggered, you know, that's on you, honey, okay? But the one thing that I have is, like, if you're buying stuff and you are returning it afterwards, after you used it in a bridal shower, that to me is tacky. Like, what is the point of returning stuff that you bought? You know, it's even if you save the receipts and stuff. And there are people, uh, like I said, that do that. And if you feel triggered and you come for me in the comments, it's because it's the truth. And there are people that go into that, you know, have photo shoots. A lot of these people that you see are Hollywood, you know, and artists and stuff. They go and they and they shop and they buy all these fancy things. And if they don't scuff it up and they have the, the label still, they'll return it after they're done using it. And because, again, for appearances, like keeping up with the Joneses. And I'm like, where's the authenticity with that? Also, it's like a waste of supplies and stuff. Like if you're not going to use it again, you never know when you're going to have to, you know, have a friend that gets engaged or something like that. Um, or you could donate that to a good cause, right? You know, there's a lot of places. Or you could sell that stuff online. Nowadays, you can sell a lot of stuff. But these women would come back after a wedding with all these champagne flutes that they had just bought. And I probably washed and they probably used them and then returned them. All these flowers, this artificial, these are artificial flowers at Hobby Lobby that, that they bought. And so I'm calling everybody out that does this. Like, if you do this, you know, kind of you need to check yourself, I guess. You know, if it doesn't fit, if the item doesn't fit. I feel like, you know, it, there's proper reason to return that. And I know a lot of you that are probably like shaking your head, snapping your finger, like preach, honey, preach. Because if you've ever worked retail, you know the experience. But anyways, I used to be that person where all these women would come up. And for me, I was the returns department. So I had to go and get an override. I had to check it off and return it. And if it was seasonal, we could not return it at Hobby Lobby. But if it wasn't and it was one of the regular items, we could return it. And then, you know, the thing is, is that if this if this person comes in with 150 things we have lines and usually it's only like two or three cashiers at a time maybe just two and if we're during the christmas holiday season it gets pretty busy and people are waiting in line and i'm here having to manually go over the receipt and they had to bring the receipt um and then you know um entered into my cash register and um and then call the manager to get an override or whatever um and return this and it's like it takes time to do returns manually without having like a uh you know a modern walmart type of scan system that you just scan the item with the barcode and it goes into the system now hobby lobby has upgraded but this was like back in 2004 keep in mind when i'm giving you this you know this story it's like 2004 but anyways it was a totally and entirely different um <laughs> life that we were in back then and I had all these grumpy customers who knew that I was a darn good cashier, but because they were waiting in line and for, you know, people don't want to wait 30 minutes until you process a return. Um, and, and I would get that done. You know, I had to call for backup. So then I'm processing the return and I'm looking at these lines. And if you are somebody that cares about your job, like I did as a cashier, you start, you know, thinking outside the box. I need to call for backup. 
when you start having two or three more people, my supervisor would have fits if I had like five people in line standing. It's like, girlfriend, wake up and call the intercom. So then I was in the intercom. Can somebody come from this department to the front, please, to help? Blah, blah, blah. However you say that, you know, I'm not in, in that store mode any, anymore. But um, yeah, I used to call people. I used to call people. And it was kind of like the fun part because a lot of these people were um, stalkers that were working in the aisles and stocking stuff, but they weren't really like doing anything but being on their phones. And so they really didn't want to work. And so like if I had a, you know, an issue with one of them, <laughs> I would call them up to the front and they were like dreading when they saw the line. But anyways, it was like my own personal um, way of getting back at them, you know, for treating me like trash or whatever. <laughs> but it, it, it's funny because a lot of people that don't have never worked at retail or have never worked in, in a, a retail department right, or a store, you won't know that a lot of this goes on behind the scenes. And, you know, like like I described, you know, this, you know, if you have a vendetta against an employee, another coworker, you have to call them up to the front. It's like your moment to shine. Right. I know. I know. I know. But I'm not that person anymore. Like I grew up. This was like when I was in my 20s. Um, and very, you know, I was very spontaneous in my 20s, not spontaneous, but spunky, I guess, uh, and very outspoken and more like um, rough around the edges. So I would snap, you know, not that I would be ugly or anything, but um, I just kind of defended myself a lot. Um, as I grew older, you know, I've kind of mellowed out and you learn about life and you learn about what, you know, how to treat people with respect. And you, ex you know, you would expect that back. But, you know, right now we are living in as a collective world right now. The energy is so unbalanced with the pandemic, with the election, with all these other things that are going on. Um, it is not stable energy. And so this guy and Macy's going back to my Macy's story. Um, he was so rude. He was rude much. And, you know, in that moment, I could have easily turned ghetto and I could have, you know, gone ahead and gave him, you know, a piece of my mind before he walked off. But I'm not like that. So, I, you know, I continue to um, to walk around and I was very impressed with this Macy's, I must say. Um, very cohesive as well, very organized, but they had a lot of selections and varieties for the holidays, right? And um, things that I wouldn't think that I would fit into, like an extra large, I actually fit in um, on this one brand is called INC. Um, and I loved, loved, loved the INC brand in, uh, for men in Macy's. I don't know if they have them for women, but anyways, it's more like modern, more fashionable uh, and whatnot. So I got some good pieces that I actually tried on and, and knew that they fit me. But um, the one thing that I wish that they did have was like shopping carts. But since it was like the second floor, the men's department's on the second floor when you go into Macy's um, at this Macy's, I believe. Yeah, the second floor. Um, you have to go up an escalator. So you can't take like a shopping cart. But I wish they had a shopping cart. Um, it would f make it so much easier, you know, and this is the thing that I would tell people, you know, they need to have shopping carts in that department, but, you know, it is what it is. But anyways, like, this is like, if you are working in retail right now, take some Usaw moments, like, breathe, girlfriend, breathe, do some meditation, carry your crystals in your bra, in your chest, in your pocket, wherever you want to put those, in your hat, um, <laughs> wear your bracelets, wear your, you know, and have a matcha tea, relax yourself, do something, but don't take it out on other people. Because again, the Grinch thing, you know, that a lot like this employee was towards me, it's like, it's uncalled for. It is, it's not professional, whatnot. 
But anyways, this is the whole thing like about me, you know, that I haven't really spoken a lot about. I guess maybe I have in certain podcasts, but I do really thoroughly enjoy actually, you know, when I go out shopping to read people and if they're spiritually open and like this girl, she was really spiritually open. I will, you know, give them some insight. I'm like, by the way, I'm a psychic medium kind of felt like Teresa Caputo, you know, when she would be filming um, the Long Island medium and they would the cameras were following her. I kind of felt like that in that moment you know, where you're giving people, but you're not just doing, you're not doing mediumship in the moment. You're giving psychic insights and they're like, oh my God, like this is really going on. Like, how do you know this? That's crazy. Um, and it, anyways, she ended up showing me some, um, you know, the person that she was talking to, we got to, you know, I got to give her a reading on that person as well. Cause I read off of photos and stuff. It was very, very interesting. Um, but you know, that's been happening to me when I go out anywhere, I kind of start, um, exercising or flexing my gift and I kind of enjoy it. I just need a cameraman or somebody to watch me and film this. Um, but again, you have to be very careful cause I feel like you have to have permission whenever you do this, people may not want to be filmed, you know, et cetera. So again, like what you see on TV, it's not like all, like that I feel like a lot of these people that they do that filming for they have to get like waivers or disclaimers whatever because again it's going on TV or whatever but um, very very interesting um, and then I um, went to you know went around that mall and just the energy itself was a lot different than from Macy's um, but a lot of people were not actually happy I feel like there's a lot of worry in the collective as well and um, it was just uh, not a good experience and if you are in the woodlands I highly recommend the Republic Grill that place oh my god it is amazing the food was spectacular they had this mac and cheese girlfriend I'm not supposed to even have that because you know I don't want to go back to be <laughs> diabetic but anyways I had the um, it was like this jalapeno baked mac and cheese Oh my God. When I tell you that this thing had like bacon bits, jalapenos, and I don't know what else, what other kind of cheeses that this thing had, but it was divine. It was so good. And I had their um, chicken fried steak. I know another thing that I shouldn't have had. It was like cheat day, but anyways, it was so, so good. And I was like, this is actually a good place. Like it's award-winning, whatnot. So if you're in the area, definitely recommend you to check them out. All of their food is, is spectacular. It's amazing. The customer service was absolutely great. Very friendly. The ambiance again is very, you know, quaint. It's very um, contemporary, modern decor, whatnot. But I know the other thing that I was going to tell you in this podcast is that. Um, Someone, um, one of my rays of light um, that follows me, actually um, called in to Ryan Seacrest's um, radio station. And um, I was recently mentioned by him for the psychic reading that I did uh, on him. And um, they, um, I guess she is a sweetheart. She told um, one of the staff members and the staff actually gave it to Ryan. He listened to it. And he must have listened to it. Um, and so he actually spoke about it. Um, I think it was Wednesday morning. I can't remember what day, but it was, I think it was Wednesday morning on his, um, radio show, maybe Tuesday morning. And I found out the next day she told me that she had heard me on, um, being mentioned and he played a clip of my video and he, uh, basically in so many words, um, this is not, you know, um, 
per verbatim. It's not, you know, it's not uh, quote unquote. It was, this is like kind of something that he said, but he played some of my um, clip of my audio recording, you know, how I do the videos. It's kind of like this in a podcast format of his of the reading that I did on him. And he validated that he was definitely going into like um, olive oil or like some kind of production, something like that, I think is that he was basically very intuitive as well and that he he is you know definitely ex- expanding his brand um and you know he's very smart about that so it was like there was it was i know a lot of my rays of light were asking me like what did he say um so i i was trying to get a clip of it to hear it i wish i would have you know it would have been recorded but but if ryan you know happens to hear this one i would be like thank you ryan for actually um you know giving me you know a moment there on your show to to validate what I do here on YouTube because I actually do take my platform very very seriously and I try to you know do all of my readings with love and respect to the people that I um, am doing readings on I think that um, a lot of people are listening a lot of important people are listening to me um, but they don't they're more behind the scenes they don't you know comment on my channel they don't um, necessarily like you know or like like the you know like a comment or anything like I feel like they're very you know people are watching me and so you know I feel like it's good I feel good about that you know um I'm not letting it get to my head you know I just I'm very grateful for people like Ryan people that have a, a large platform that actually are very open-minded to spiritual um people like myself and um are giving us you know even if it's like 30 seconds of you know, of being mentioned, like, I'm very appreciative of that, because, you know, promo is promo, regardless of how you see it, and, um, you know, I am a brand myself, I am trying to expand, so I have a lot of important things that are coming up in 2021 that I'm very, very excited about, um, things that I've kind of alluded towards, but I can't actually say anything about it, but anyways, um, I'm very, very grateful for God, and for how he has blessed me with, um, you know, this career, this platform, and how it's continuing to grow, and I know that I'll, um, I'm kind of not pumping out videos like I used to every single day, um, but but that's because of, you know, the season that I'm in right now, this is typically the most uh, busiest season, um, especially after, like, a Black Friday sale, I'm doing readings, um, I'm getting, you know, closing, um, closing off, like, uh, and wrapping up things, f- you know, for the end of the year to, to mel- uh, welcome in the new year and whatnot. But I'm going to definitely be picking up with uh, Tea with Spirit, talking about different things. We're going to be talking about empaths. We're going to be talking about relationships, about love. We're going to be talking about everything this season. It's going to be like, grab your tea, honey. So if you are listening to this podcast and you have an idea of something that you want me to discuss about, it could be about how men are abusive towards women or how they're gaslight or whatever you want me to talk about you know um leave a comment in the comment section because i actually read them and actually like them whenever i can um i i'm I'm very you know meticulous about that you know and i'm like that so um yeah we're gonna definitely uh be picking up here um season four of tea with spirit this was episode one um but i'm definitely bringing back this uh tea with spirit podcast it's going to be totally different than what we normally would have been focusing on which was just love and and i was like reading people's you know and giving advice or insight to people with love problems or love issues we are going to be covering everything under the sun i'm going to be looking into how to get this onto 
um, iTunes as well. So this is something like if you know how to do that or you know somebody that does know how to do that, let me know. Um, send me an email or whatnot so I can reach out to them. But I definitely want to expand my base from YouTube. And again, I have my Patreon. So if you haven't subscribed to my Patreon, I'm teaching a lot of stuff. Have that going on. I do have a tarot uh, class that's coming up, a tarot uh, intri it's um, a tarot class where I'm teaching like it's like a level two so it's like intermediate um, I just finished teaching a level one which is an introductory kind of tarot class and it was so amazing and so many amazing people that were on it so if you are interested in actually learning about tarot or tr you know maybe you're a reader and you just are starting off you, you know I'm going to be teaching a level two and where we kind of go more further into interpreting the tarot so Thank you so much for sticking with me. I know this is like a 30-minute um, podcast, but thank you for listening to this week's episode of Tea with Spirit. And I am your host, Psychic Medium Ray. Many blessings and love and light. And until next time, bye.